Oh, so great. We've got the recording started, and uh, I know some of you I can see are new to my teleseminars. At the end, I will tell you that uh, how you can how you can um, find other teleseminars, but also to let you know that um, if you are on the call and you receive the, uh, re- an email reminding you of uh, the teleseminars, you will automatically be sent uh, way- ways to, to get the recording. Um, so welcome, everyone. Happy to have you here. Uh, again, so how the teleseminar works is that I'm going to present for about uh, the first half of, of the teleseminar on the topic for today. And then um, open it up to hear from you. If you have any questions or uh, anything you'd like to share about this understanding or any general questions about the the understanding of the principles, we'll have that time, uh, the second half of our teleseminar. And I'll tell you how to to get connected to, to share. It's just hitting star two on your phone, but I'll remind you of that. Um, but again, I just want to welcome all of you to the call today. And it's um, our first uh, teleseminar for the year, and I'd like to start it off um, with the understanding of the principles. Um, these teleseminars, uh, this is, I think, the fourth year, um, are really uh, the uh, ways of, of, of Sydney Banks' teachings and how the understanding of those teachings apply to kind of everyday issues that uh, are, have become our topics over the, the course of the four years. But one of the wonderful things that um, when uh, Sidney Banks had his um, enlightenment, his spiritual awakening really, was that he also shared with us a, a set of principles that help us really have an understanding of who we truly are, what we truly are, what we are really, and how we uh, come to experience our moment-to-moment lives. Now, when I first heard him share that, I couldn't understand them, really. Uh, My intellect was trying to grab a hold of them, and it was really going nowhere because you can't understand spiritual energy uh, through your intellect. But what it gave me was hope. I saw hope that my life could really move in the direction of happiness and well-being and that I could not only find that for myself in life but share it with my my clients. So today I wanted to share with you the principles but also the hope that they give us for for living our lives as we come to more and more of an understanding of the principles. So what are the principles we're talking about? They're mind, thought, and consciousness. And they're what Sidney Banks' ways of conveying to us a way to begin to see uh, um, a, a guide to waking up in ourselves uh, our own understanding of these principles. So mind really refers to the, the fact that we are all uh, part of the infinite uh, wisdom and intelligence that's in this universe and before this universe, that it's really moving us to the fact that we are this pure energy uh, that is uh, part of the creation of life and um, that this intelligence is in in all living things, but it's within us. And a lot of people uh, throughout 
the course of understanding the principles have called it inner wisdom, innate health, innate wisdom, but it's really a way to point to the fact that we are all connected to this energy that is the intelligence of life. So what's hopeful here in getting some glimpse in you of mind? Well, what's hopeful is that you're connected to every living thing. You're not separate from anyone. Um, so it says, you know, well, yeah, you're like just a drop in the ocean, a drop of water in the ocean, but you are the ocean, you know. So um, that's really hopeful that um, I'm not in life alone or separate from anyone, although it looks that way. You know, when you look at form that has taken place from this energy, we're all different from one another. We look different and we think differently. We have our own separate realities. But um, that doesn't mean we're not all the same. We're this, all, we're this spiritual energy uh, manifesting in, uh, through us moment to moment. The other piece here that's really hopeful is that... Um, we are this intelligence, and it flows through us. And so for me, what was hopeful in hearing that, even though I couldn't understand that or, you know, where do I find this intelligence, you know, um, it helped me see that I could really um, find guidance in life beyond my own thinking. Because um, I knew my own thinking was limiting me. I, I saw that. That's why I search for someone and found Sydney Banks, you know. Um, I knew my own thinking, my own way of putting life together was le leading me in a way that was limiting me. Uh, I would get annoyed with people, bothered by people, and so forth, you know. And, uh, and I knew that wasn't going in the direction I wanted to go. So when I heard Sydney Banks talk about the fact that this intelligence that we're calling mine is there to assist us and guide us, um, I had hope. Again, I didn't get it at first. I'm getting glimpses of it through the years. Um, but what I got from it was the hope that I could see that, that I could let go of my own insecurities and just let um, my being mine guide me. So that was the hope of mine that I'm... I'm I'm really a part of everyone, every living thing. That uh, we're not separate from one another. We're all the same, uh, manifesting this energy in life, um, creating our moment-to-moment -moment experience of life together. And um, the other is that there's an intelligence um, that will guide me, that will assist me, and that started to allow me to. Uh, just kind of wait to hear it rather than my trying to get in the way. Um, and that was a very uh, nice shift for me. The, other, the, the, the second principle we talk about is thought. And um, really thought is just a way of beginning to share that, you know, the, this energy we're talking about, this spiritual energy is formless. There's no form to it. The energy is just of life. It just keeps manifesting through us. But through uh, the principle of thought, um, it allows creation to take place. And the creation we talk about in terms of this understanding of the principles is your capacity to think. 
thought gives you the capacity to create a form, a visual representation, um, some idea, some belief uh, within you that affects your experience of, of the moment of your life in that moment. It's the creative uh, uh, aspect of being part of this spiritual energy. Sidney Banks talks about it as a bridge from the formless to the form. So you have the spiritual energy of mind, formless, and bringing it into form is, is thought. And that gives you, uh, in your physical form, the capacity moment to moment to create a mental image of, uh, uh, of your life, of, of how to think about uh, an ex your circumstances in the moment. It creates a reality that you're living in in that particular moment. So it could be a reality of being bored, uh, being feeling uh, 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 fearful, being joy, um, whatever it is that we could come up with. Now the hope I felt when I heard that principle um was that um what i can go back inside myself to discover uh why i'm experiencing life the way i i am prior to really hearing that i am this thought this capacity to create i blamed my experience on on my life, on the circumstances of my life. I blamed it on my wife's uh, way of talking to me. I blamed it on my colleagues in the psychiatry clinic uh, following ridiculous ideas. You know, I blamed it on my job. Um, you know, we're very creative, so we could come up with a host of reasons. See, so I was captured by by trying to... Uh, deal with my experience of life moment to moment and my feelings, all of that, uh, as coming from all of these areas of my life. When I heard the Sydney talk about thought, it, it gave me hope that all I had to do was go in. There was only one thing responsible for the experience I was having. Now, I didn't know how to use that. I didn't know what to do with that. I just had this feeling of hope by, that helped me see, oh, wait a minute here, man, I don't, have to, I don't have to fix everything that's outside of me. I just have to go inside and take a look at how I'm thinking. That's what, that's what the hope, that's what came to me uh, initially when I heard Sidney Banks for the first time. And that was the hope. It was wonderful. It was so freeing. To just see, oh man, I just have to go back and look within. But I didn't know what I do with that at that time, you know. I didn't know what, you know, anything like that. But I just felt the freedom that, oh man, the only thing responsible for the experience I'm having is the way I'm thinking. Now I didn't go to, I better change my thinking. I, I didn't go to anything like that. I just saw it was just coming back within me uh, to that power we have that is thought. And it, it gave me freedom, the sense of freedom. The other thing that was hopeful is I started to see everybody's doing that. 
Um, everybody in my life is doing the same thing I'm doing. And the result is the way they're operating with me, the way they're acting with me. It's just the result of how they're using thought just like I was. And that helped me too. It gave me hope that I could see people um, less judgmentally. Now, I didn't master that that evening I heard Sidney Banks. I just saw uh, a way to look at the principle of thought and it just brought this hope to me in that moment. The third principle is consciousness. And really, consciousness is simply that it brings awareness to, to what you created. It brings awareness to creation. That's all. It just gives us an awareness of what we've created. It brings it to life is a way that I've come to see it. Um, so that what you created through thought comes alive for you. It looks real. It looks truthful. That's why it's so difficult to tell somebody, well, just change your thinking. Well, in the moment, it doesn't look like thinking to them because consciousness and and the power of thought have made it look real. So how are they going to change something that looks real to them? Their anger looks real. Their fear looks real. It's not that it's not real. It's just that consciousness really uh, comes to bring such awareness to our to what we've created that um, you know it looks true. Yeah, and consciousness is awareness. And what Sid would always talk about with consciousness is that you you could always see uh, more. You could always have. Uh, look at life from another, what he would call another level of consciousness. What he said was it it could be another, you could say it's another level of awareness or another level of understanding, see. You can actually move to another level of awareness of the nature of thought or of life. So really what that filled me with hope was that I could... um, I could go beyond who I thought I was. Like, I could go beyond uh, my learned ways of of thinking. I could go beyond thinking of myself as a personality. And that was very hopeful. Because uh, before that, I thought, man, um, I don't think there's much that I can change into. But when I realized that when I trusted what Sydney was saying about the fact that I could have, I could move to higher levels of awareness, that I could become more aware um, through consciousness. Um, I saw that with, I saw it hopefully that um, I could really transcend the way I I'm looking at life. I, I I could be more than who I thought I was. I wasn't a personality, so to speak. That was really hopeful. Now, all that I'm sharing with you about what the hope brought to mind, I'm, I have to remind you that um, I, I didn't really see it. Uh, I just knew it from this feeling of hope that I was on the right track finally. And so I just continued to... Uh, 
deepen my understanding. I stayed reflective. Um, I read the one book that Sidney Banks had written that was out at the time. I um, listened to some audio tapes he had. Uh, I attended his seminars, um, not because it is him, but because when he spoke, he was speaking from that uh, intelligence that was coming to him and was waking it up in me. And so um, I continued to evolve my understanding of these principles. And, um, and, but it was the hope that I felt at the very first time of listening to Sidney Banks that just made it a no-brainer for me that I, I wanted to go in this direction and see more and understand more. Um, and it was, again, this hope of what it brought to me was like, I mean, really looking at the nature of life in a different way. It really turned me within and uh, it, within to what I really am. Um, rather than continuing to look outside, it was just created from my own thinking. And when I started to look from within and seeing something deeper or something with more understanding, when I looked outside, uh, the people in my life looked different. I had more understanding to take uh, in looking to uh, my situation in life or the people in my life than I did when I continued to look at them through the eyes of my usual way of thinking. So, um, so again, what kept, what, let me see, where, what allowed me to really keep going forward was hope, not an understanding. Because at that moment of hearing Sidney Banks talk about the principles, I didn't understand them. I, I, I could not, you know, I didn't know what to do with them. Now, of course, I could have gone into my intellect and said, well, this is like so-and-so spiritual writings that you read before. This is like, um, I forgot some of the things I was following at the time. I could have done that, but that when I started to do that, I lost the feeling of hope. It, I kind of went, if you could look at it, I went sideways. I used my own thinking again to try to make sense of these principles that I had no sense of. I, I mean, like I had no knowing of. I had a sense of them, a feeling for them. That's where the hope originated. And um, I thought, th this is really, um, I need to know more. And um, it's something to go from not knowing and still, still wanting to know more. And it was the hope that carried me. Again, the hope that um, I'm part of something greater than the form of life, greater than the universe, this intelligence and the energy that brought it all to life. I am that. Um, and that is who I am. It was like, how can you grasp that, you know, in your intellect? Because it's greater than your own thinking. And the hope, um, just knowing that I'm, I'm connected to all living, all living things, and the hope that um, to go within to my thinking, that that's where the experience of my day-to-day -day moments is being created, 
it just really freed me up. And that seeing that everybody is the same, we're all the same doing it. Everybody's using thought. Every living thing is using thought. Now, it's not thinking that I'm talking about. It's this nature of thought, this spiritual energy to create a knowing uh, uh, in terms of your life, to seeing your life, to know life. You know, to know friendship. That's coming to you through the power of thought. Anyhow, and the hope of um, consciousness, which is that um, the reason my what I have formed through my thinking looks so real is because of consciousness bringing all of me to bear, all of me. And uh, but not only that, but that there are levels of of this awareness. So there's more for me to see forever, and that helps me because. Through understanding of the spiritual energy, I can go beyond my thinking. I can go beyond how I was conditioned to think about life. I can go beyond who I think I am. I can go beyond this so-called self-image. And that's wonderful to see. Um, Now, there's no way I've learned through the years that I can make that happen. There is just no way, you know. <laughs> you know, you're, you're. <laughs> it's kind of a, what do they call it? It's kind of a, um, geez, paradox, you know. Uh, when I want to go beyond what I'm thinking, I'm usually in my troubled thinking, and when I don't care about going beyond my thinking, I'm just in my peaceful, uh, you know, loving feelings. So. Um, but I do know that the more I have looked in this direction to just try to be reflective and let the intelligence of mind guide me, I, I know that, you know, things have just come to me through thought that help me uh, uh, go beyond the awareness I'm living in. Um there have been some insightful things that have occurred just in my relationship to my wife that, you know, just have occurred to me. I'd never seen, thought of them before about how to be with her in a more loving way. I'll give you a story about it and then uh, just check in with everyone what I mean by that. Um, when I was uh, attending some seminars with uh, Sidney Banks, we he talked about, you know, um, having understanding that um, other people's ways are just the way they are using thought, that it's nothing personal, just their way. And as I reflected on that, I started to realize, oh, you know, some of my wife's ways of asking me to do things that used to perturb me, they're, they're just her way. It's just her way she's learned to think. One of the things for her was that when I got home from uh, my job at the time, I would go into our bedroom and change into my uh, relaxing evening clothes, you know, just my sweats. But I would leave all my clothes just there on the floor, and that would bother her. And then before I had some understanding, I used to think, well, wait a minute here. I do a lot here. I used to think about that in a righteous way. What is she so upset about that for? But one day I was just there doing my same old thing after reflecting on the principles for a couple of months, and all of a sudden it occurred to me. See, this is just 
what I'm saying, the awareness, this intelligence coming to mind that helped me see beyond my own thinking. Now, this is just the story. It, it just occurred to me, uh, why bother her? Like, why not pick up after myself? And, you know, so what? It didn't matter that she shouldn't be bothered or anything like that. That's that's what how she is. So why make bother for her? And it shifted my whole way of operating, you see. Now, I couldn't have thought that. I needed a, a, a rise in my level of consciousness. I had to see something beyond my usual way of seeing it. So that's just a story, um, the way of giving you an example that uh, the beautiful hope that we have the potential uh, to have an awareness of the nature of life, our own true nature beyond the way we're thinking now. And that's really where change takes place. Really, that's where it takes place. Is you seeing beyond how you look at things now. Well, that's the hope of the principles. I've talked a lot, <laughs> but I wanted to share with you the nature of the hope here. And so I just want to check in with everyone now, give us a chance to talk with one another, which was really the purpose of setting up these teleseminars. So I want to check in. Anybody have any questions or anything you want to share? Uh, or anything you just want to share generally about your understanding of the principles, just press star 2 on your phone. And I'll see that and then um, open up the lines for you to talk. Really love to hear from how was the, how's it going for you? What, did anything here make sense for you? Um, help you in any way? Any questions? Okay, here's the first one from, it looks like, um, I don't have a name, but it's a, a cell phone in Santa Rosa, California. Hello, is that you? Yes, yes, uh, hi, um, uh, Mark, it's uh, David here. Oh, hi, David. How are you? I'm good today, how about you? I'm, I'm, I'm fabulous, thank you. Um, uh, what's the, probably the biggest thing that's going on in my life right now is, the, is that uh, a relationship I, I had been nurturing for about three years ended uh, uh, last Friday. Uh, it, I was sent an email saying it was over from the other person. And um, to my surprise, I, I, I didn't get sort of uh, terribly upset. Um, or, or, or have any sort of, um, I don't know, raging, raging emotions or anything. I just kind of like took it, you know, well, this is what life has thrown at, at to be today and, uh, I just keep moving, you know? So uh -huh. that's really what I, so, um, in some way, uh, the principles has helped me and I don't know how. But anyway, <laughs> I, I just like. <laughs> uh, thank you for that. <laughs> thank you for that, David. Um, I think the feeling of um, what you shared with us today about 
um, I, I forgot the exact wording, but I, uh, well, that's how it is. I just have to move on. Um, to me, is something coming from your understanding of the principles. Uh, does it mean that um, uh, th- this won't affect you at some time, or it doesn't mean that ending of a relationship uh, has to go uh, not affect people? It's just that there's something within us that allows us to take, that will take care of us um, in many different situations uh, that could be, you know, this this uh, devastating or could be um, uh, discouraging. And I think, David, um, it probably helped you in terms of the way you were able to share with us what came to your mind. And, um, you know, people could have, shared with you that strategy. You know, well, if this relationship ends, just think about, well, you could just go on. You know, and, you know, we we can't really handle, you know, use that. It, it comes to us uh, from our own wisdom. So I think that's how that understanding helped you in your example. Um, I see it all the time, uh, helping people with... Um, travesties you know we had here in um in america in california in the san francisco bay area devastating wildfires that took down a whole communities uh and you can see that people are hurt by that and they're uh, in various levels of, of of awareness and thinking but you see their wisdom as well because people will say, you know, um, this, I, I can't deny this is tragic for me, but I know I'll get through it. Or, you know, I'll know I'll count on my friends to get through it. Or, you know, I'll, I'll pray to God. Or um, we'll find a way. We'll know what to do. Somebody was just in the paper the other day. They were asking them, you know, uh, they, they got to their um, destroyed home site. And they say, well... Are you going to rebuild? The reporter asked me. He said, well, I don't know yet, um, but I just know um, at at some point uh, my wife and I will know what to do. So it's kind of like what David is sharing. There's They call it resilience, but really it's just this intelligence in us that will, will assist us. So, David, uh, thanks for sharing, and uh, good to hear from you. Yeah, and I, I'd just like to add, I... I hope uh, um, that that provided something, you know, for other people that are listening uh, here today. Like David, hope that it would provide what? I hope that, you know, that that my experience uh, would would provide something um, uh, for for others, you know. Uh, That's all. Oh, okay. David, what I hear from that is that, you know, there – that, that that something can come to someone who uh, that that could be helpful to them uh, when a, a relationship might end. There that that there may be um, something that comes from within us that helps us see it in other ways than devastating. Um, so thank you, David. Great to hear from you. Thanks for uh, sharing. Anyone else? You just need to hear hit start two. And and you can see, oh, gosh, we have a couple of people. So um, I'm going to go in order. 
Um, so let's see. Um, I have as a name Joshua from uh, Massachusetts. Is that right? Hi, Mark. That Hi, Joshua. Great. Oh, great. Hi. Can you hear me all right? <laughs> yes, I can. Hi. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you, and thank you for the invitation to come to the Telecenter. You're welcome. Yes, yes. I'm wondering, you know, maybe I'm getting very cause and effect here, but I'm in terms of reaching the place, you know, David said that, you know, he was able to deal with the situation, which he'd have dealt differently with before, would have, he'd have had a, a different reaction to before. And you had a new reaction to how, to how your wife was, was treating you. you. You saw it differently. And this happens from from more engagement with the three principles? Is it just you spend time thinking about the three principles and something clicks? Or what are the what are the actions that you see people doing which lead up to the depth which comes with the three principles? Well, you know, I really believe that um, um, that insight that occurred to me around um, having a deeper understanding for the true nature of my wife, that uh, her getting bothered by my leaving my clothes all over wasn't personal. It was impersonal in that that was she was the same as me. She was looking at her life through thought, and she liked to tie when her when she saw something that wasn't tidy, she got troubled now before I had that insight, um I would think that's wrong. I have a right, you see that's how I approached it uh but for me. I was awakening through reading Sidney Banks and listening to him. It awakened in me wisdom that's already there, my connection to mine. It's already there. And so for whatever reason, um, uh, I, I guess I was in a, I guess I was more reflective, I guess, you know, I guess I, I don't want to say there's a cause here because it was like out of the blue. You know, I've been I, I've been right, righteous all the time, and then all of a sudden it just came to me: uh, uh, why bother your wife? That's just what came to me. But it came with a feeling of of love, and, and so what the words were, the thoughts were: why bother her? And I thought, well, here's somebody I love. Why? That's so. What what continued to occur was in that moment. You know, the other thoughts came to me like. Oh man, you know, here's somebody you love. Why, why bother her? So it be, it was another level of consciousness. I was looking at her from another level, not from my righteousness. Now, I think really that's available to everyone all the time because we are this intelligence, uh, this wisdom, and it's guiding us all the time. It looks to me that my um, what gave me the hope that I could see something like that was my hearing Sidney Banks talk. He'd been so different from other people I listened to. 
And so um, I just kept open to learning more. I became a student. And really, I became a student of um, what I truly am. <laughs> you know, I, I became a student of discovery. So, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I really believe uh, everyone has the capacity to see uh, to see life beyond the way they're looking at it now in a direction that helps them live more uh, with love and understanding. If it moves them to a direction to become more uh, righteous, they're wrong. Um, but I just mm-hmm. found that I just found that the understanding of the principles that really point to our true nature and made it easy for me, I think, to find that understanding uh, helped me. But I guess really what it was that set it in motion was that I continued to stay reflective. So, you know, when I would be disturbed, rather than beforehand, I used to just follow the disturbance. Now, with being reflective, what I mean by that was I thought, I started to see, wait a minute here, I got to see something better than this, you know? So, um, but, so, so maybe I was in a stance of, um, uh, of listening more, more to my, my wisdom showing up. Yeah. But, what, uh, but you know, there's nothing that you can do to make that show up. Because Sidney Banks had this deep um, insight, and he wasn't doing anything. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think so what, what if I look, yeah, I hope that's helpful. Mark, it is. There's one, there's one phrase in, uh, in what you said which stood out for me, and that was when you said, I'd stay reflective and something you, you'd notice your consciousness about something and then you'd say, wait a minute here. Well, you might not have said, wait a minute here without the understanding. I, I like that right. as, a, as, a cube, as a cube. I, personally, I, Joshua Hornick, like that phrase as a kind of like when, when doing my Ed Sullivan impression, I'll say, we've got a really big shoe for you here, a really big shoe. When I'm doing my impression of Joshua Hornick being reflective, I can say, wait a minute here, wait a minute here, and see what comes up. Yeah. Okay, that's wonderful. Now, here's the thing. One more thing, and then I, I want to get on to one one other person, um, give them time for us. But listen, here's the thing. Um, I Here's the thing to take. That uh, wait a minute here uh, occurs out of the blue. It's not like I have index cards on my refrigerator and on the <laughs> dashboard of my car. <laughs> I want you to see this. This is really the beauty here. See, when I'm in my whatever thought I've created, like when I'm in my disturbance uh, with someone, I'm in it. I'm not thinking at that moment, wait a minute here. But because I guess because I've been reflective and 
uh, have looked to the spiritual nature that I am, it occurs to me during that time, wait a minute here. I don't think of my, I don't think to myself, wait a minute here. When I'm in worry, I'm in worry. But, but what I've seen happen is in some moments of my being in worry, it occurs to me, wait a minute here. See, I, I use this example on some of the interviews I've had. You know, this one day we're driving, I'm driving with my wife on a Saturday morning. We're in a great feeling. We leave our house. And we're just looking forward to a great day together. And um, I'm turning on the cool air. And she says, turn it on. It's too cold, you know. And I know she's always wanting it to be warmer. And I'm getting bothered. And then I say something, can't I just have some cool air for a moment? And here we, here I am in bother. I'm in it. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> now, now, by the time we hit our first stop sign, it occurs to me, oh, my God, you got caught up. Wait a minute here. Now, I've known, you see, I'm not thinking on the drive in that moment that I'm bothered wait a minute here I'm bothered but it just occurs to me wait a minute here now what helps is you knowing that you just like that phrase you knowing that you like that phrase uh, David and you thinking oh yeah just wait a minute here that'll take care of you you don't have to keep it on your mind it'll come to you And that's the beauty of what we are, to just live your life, knowing that the intelligence that we are a part of will come to assist us. You see, that's the beauty of this. So when it occurs to me, Mark, your thinking went south here with your wife, I know to follow that. Before then, I would dismiss them and say, wait a minute here, she's wrong. You know, but now I know when that occurs in my mind, wait a minute here, your thinking's off, you've gone south, to listen to that and go back in that. And so then that gives me other thoughts like calm down. You wanted to have a lovely day. Go back to that feeling. Then it says apologize. And so I apologize and say, let's get our feeling back. I was, I really goofed it up there. You see? So, so that's the thing, David, when it occurred to you while I was talking that waiting a minute here felt sounded good, that'll take care of you. So I hope that was helpful. Thanks so much for sharing, David. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm calling you David. Joshua. I'm sorry, Joshua, for calling you David. But yeah, <laughs> Joshua, thank you. For, thank you for sharing. No, no problem with that. And thank, and thank you uh, for your thoughts and for, for uh, calling on You're, you're welcome. Okay, we have one more person here so far. Um, uh, hold on a second here. Um, it says Christina. Christina, yes. is that you? Are you still on? Can you hear me? Hi. Yes, I can. Hi. Hi. Good. Hi. Uh, thank you so much for the phone call. You're um, welcome. Thanks. I have... Uh, I'm going to sort of a two-parter. One is uh, at the beginning of the call, um, you were talking about the oneness and how we're all connected and we're all really just one thing in talking about basically the universal mind, the mind part of the three principles. 
And it's my uh, understanding uh, that when we are in um, a, a peaceful place, when we're able to be in the present moment, that that mind is is unimpeded and can flow through us and guide us without our um, without the confusion of our thoughts and the confusion of identifying with our thoughts and thinking that we're a limited personality, et cetera. Um, and that gives me enormous hope. Um, in particular, I was wondering if you might talk about how that might be of help to someone like myself who's dealing with a very long-term uh, physical illness and the attendant stress of that, including financial stress, and, and how that universal mind, uh, I like your phrase, take care of, take care of us, um, uh, in that process. I also really enjoyed your phrase that you were basically becoming a student of yourself because it's all one thing. <laughs> to, to be a student of God is to be a student of yourself is to be a student of God, you know. Um, so I wondered if you had anything to say in response to those ideas. Well, I, I appreciate your sharing. I appreciate everyone sharing and even people being on the call. Uh, several things came to mind uh, when you were sharing there. Um, so let me do a couple of things. First of all, you are... Um, you are mind, 24-7. The intelligence of what you are is you. You are there. Um, what I have seen as obstacles to, um, I guess, gaining more benefit of what we are is uh, how wedded we are to our own ideas and concepts and uh, beliefs about life. But that's the human condition. So yeah. there's nothing there's nothing wrong in that. The 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 power is just seeing that's what we're doing. Non-judgmentally, you know, because you can never get away from your own thinking. Don't ever think you could stop that, but recognizing that there's more to us just that sets us on a course. Um that somehow guides us away from um, our usual ways of thinking, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, but why I'm saying that is because you are always, uh, the intelligence that we're talking about, this wisdom, we used to call it innate wisdom or innate health, is always manifesting. So you are always a, a product of that. Now, um, now, um, mm -hmm. there's always something more mm -hmm. uh, for you. If you could see, here's a way, to, uh, I, 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 it just came to me. Timmy Banks was talking to us one time, and he said, you know, you've just had glimpses of, of even the nature of thought. There's infinite levels of understanding. Infinite. Infinite levels of consciousness. And I said to Sid, wow, oh my God, Sid, uh, can you help me? I'm only on level two. 
know, uh-huh. there's infinite levels. I'm on level two, you know. I was just kind of joking because of the enormity of how much more we can see. Yeah. Now, when you asked me about your life issues, just sit with, there's always more here for you to see. And the more always leads to love and understanding. It must always lead to more peace of mind. And so um, uh, what you want to get out of the way is that anything with physical illness, any right or wrong thinking about your physical illness, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, um, and um, to see that you're doing all you can do, given the level of thinking you now have. You can't do any better. Um, you just have to come to, I don't mean it like a instruction, but you have to come to peace with you're doing all you can do at what you know now, what your thinking level is now. Mm-hmm. And so you just stay open to uh, seeing if you could look at it in another way. But if you could come to peace that you're looking at your life situations at um, at the thinking love at the quality of thinking you now have, uh, that will help you immensely. Mm-hmm. Not what other people think. Not what other people think. Not what other books have written about physical illness. But that you just see you're doing all you can do given the level of consciousness you're living in. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will bring uh, a, an enormous amount of peace. And usually that's the road to forgiveness. Then you just stay open to um, what more can come to you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I think what I heard you say, thank you for all of that. And 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 at the beginning, you said innate health is always manifesting 24-7. And I'm seeing that, I mean, I, I am mind. So this is mind uh, creating this experience that what's happening in my circumstances and my health and in my life is a manifestation of innate health, um, even if it might not look that way. Uh, because what I feel like I'm, what's happening is that I'm actually healing from the first part of my life, and I'm undergoing a tremendous transformative process. I sort of feel almost like a like caterpillar soup. <laughs> you know, the caterpillar turns into soup before it turns into a butterfly, um, and to look at things in those terms that that in every moment, including this moment, no matter how distressing it might be to old aspects of myself, um, that God is, this is God too. That this is mind too. This is, this is innate health too. Um, and that I think what I hear you saying is the more that I can stay open to... Um, those kinds of perspective that 
feel better. And to me, if it feels better, uh, if it feels good, it's the hallmark of truth because that is in alignment with flow versus a story that blames me or condemns me or whatever um, that is not uh, for me and uh, it doesn't allow things to flow. I feel closed off. Um, So the more I can stay open to narratives, ideas about um, the goodness and the, the rightness and the innate health of what's happening, the more that can flow into my biochemistry and can flow into the way that I interact with my body and circumstances and also opens the door for more of that and and uh, higher levels of understanding to inform my experience and my choices and in my biochemistry and my body. Yes. Well, I if I I would stay with the feeling you have as you talk about that. I would um, go easy about um, thinking all that. But the feeling in you, uh-huh, yeah, when, you yeah, share, yeah. when you share, that's what I would stay with. Let yeah. me share something really quickly about um, physical situations and illness. My stepmother had a major stroke and dementia all at once. And um, mm. physically, she was never going to improve on the paralysis and her dementia was never getting better. But what I realized in my relationship with her for the 10 years she lived that way was she was mine the whole time. And when I related to her on the feeling of love and understanding, and I talked from that, we connected. When I tried to do something about the sometimes the delusional thinking that dementia created uh-huh. I tried to fix that or change it it just went nowhere but mm-hmm. when I when I just connected to um, love and understanding I found her yeah I found her and she came alive and she still had dementia and paralysis but mm-hmm. she would laugh mm-hmm. with me when we would connect okay. there she shared things that were kind of delusional, but I would, I don't know, they sometimes struck me funny and we would have a laugh and during the laugh, we connected in terms Mm -hmm. of that spiritual energy. So no matter what is happening physically, we are always uh, mind. We are Mm -hmm. always love and understanding, which is the energy. We are always wisdom. And that's, to me, that's a beautiful piece to live in without looking at results. You just live in that despite life, you know, or whatever. I don't know how to, I don't mean it to say that way, you know, but it was just so, it was such a learning experience with my stepmother to find her in the midst of, you know, delusional thinking and a body that had really 
you know, uh, wasn't really cooperating with her. Um, so yeah. I hope that made sense to you. It so, makes perfect uh, thank, sense. Thank you yeah, so thank much you for, for the advice for sharing. and feeling. Yes, thank yeah. you. Thanks. Well, this was wonderful, everyone. This is kind of really the purpose of what I why I call this a town hall seminar because it allowed other uh, all of us to contribute as we felt wanting to contribute. I want to thank David, Joshua, and Christina for sharing. It was beautiful. And um, I just thank all of you for joining uh, us again uh, on this teleseminar. So uh, you will all be receiving a, re- a, a, a recording in your email. So look for that in, the, in you know, the next few days or so. And you'll have ways to uh, listen to uh, this teleseminar either uh, on my teleseminar page or through um, iTunes. We now have uh, podcasts and also through SoundCloud. Um, if you'd like to reach me with questions, you can email me at drmarkhoward at comcast.net. drmarkhoward at comcast.net. Um, you can always go to my website to hear, uh, to, to look at more teleseminars. And that's www.3principlesinstitute.org. All right, everyone. Have a good um, rest of the month, and we'll talk together next month. Thanks for joining us. Bye, everyone. The conference is now completed. Goodbye.